What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 71, where we'll be talking about Michigan State's 13-point loss to Indiana at Indiana. We'll also be talking about Michigan's four-point victory at home against Minnesota. And lastly, we will finally address the news of Ben Johnson returning to the Lions after he was a favorite for two head coaching jobs, which is huge news for the Lions next year. Lots to talk about, so let's get into it with the Michigan game. So Michigan came into this game against Minnesota, which is the worst team in the Big Ten. And before this game, I made a tweet saying that Michigan really needed this win if they wanted any chance to even make the tournament, to even have a discussion of being in the running. Now, with that being said, would a victory put them in the NCAA tournament? No, they would not. They would need to make a run like they did last year, but a loss here would basically eliminate Michigan's any chance of getting into the tournament when they already have a slim chance for the majority of the people. But Michigan ended up winning this game 60-56, to and I thought Michigan played decently well in this game. Michigan really struggled again to start the game. They were down 8 nothing right away. They were down 10 with about 8 minutes left to go until halftime. They did end up going into halftime with the score being tied at 23, but again, this was another very slow start for Michigan, and it seems like that's kind of something that we've been seeing from both teams, from Michigan and Michigan State. And I think it is interesting what Juwan is doing because Juwan really hasn't changed the starting lineup at all. And Michigan hasn't ever gotten off to a good start. So you really think that Michigan and Juwan Howard would make some changes to the starting lineup, and they still haven't. Now, going forward, Michigan will have to make some changes to the starting lineup, and that's where the big news comes in. Jet Howard gets hurt in this game. Depending on how bad it is, Jet Howard could be out for a while. Jet Howard was seen in a boot in the second half, which is not very good for a team uh, that is Michigan that is really struggling outside of Hunter Dickinson and Jet Howard. Now, Michigan still has Kobe Bufkin, and Bufkin had a decent game with 12 points. Doug McDaniel had 10 points. But outside of those, Hunter Dickinson. 23. Michigan's going to really need some help from Kobe Bufkin, Doug McDaniel. Terrence Williams played slightly better, but one player I really want to see Michigan go to a lot more and maybe even start is Will Cheddar. He's been absolutely fantastic for Michigan. Ever since coming in, I believe Michigan's plus minus rating is actually in a positive, which is a very good sign. Will Cheddar needs to play more minutes, and he actually played 15 minutes, but I don't even know if 15 minutes is enough. Like, Will Cheddar isn't going to be someone that's going to absolutely blow you away on the stats, but he does all the little things, right? He has effort. He's very good at communicating. He's very good on the defensive end. I would like to see him play a little bit more. I think he's done a very good job, and... Now that Jet Howard is out, Michigan's going to have to go even further in the bench, possibly. Now, we've seen Michigan in the past couple of games, and I think we're going to continue to see Michigan do this more with the big lineup with Hunter Dickinson 
and Tara Street. One of those more interesting things, again, is that Juwan Howard had Terrace Reed in the game late when Terrace Reed is a 23% free throw shooter. Now, he eventually took him out, which ended up working out for Michigan, but you cannot play Terrace Reed late in this game. That might be your best lineup going forward to be able to score, but if you're up, Terrace Reed should be nowhere near that basketball, should be nowhere near even on the court. Terrace Reed missing those two free throws gave Minnesota a chance at this game. Now, because of a really horrible call by battle for Minnesota, Michigan could have possibly lost this game. If it wasn't for Jamison Battle basically pushing the player out of bounds and getting an intentional foul, Minnesota very possibly could have had a chance to come back and tie or maybe even win this game. Now, with that being said, Michigan did win this game. It was a good win for Michigan, and now this is where their schedule starts getting tougher. On Thursday, they play against Purdue. This will be a very good test for Michigan to see exactly where they are in the Big Ten. Michigan is at home. Michigan is usually pretty good at home. This is going to be where other teammates are going to have to help Hunter Dickinson. We have seen this year Hunter Dickinson being really good. I don't know how much he's improved from his sophomore year to this year, even from his freshman year to this year. I think he improved slightly, especially his outside shot. But when you have a player like Zach Eady that's 7'4", there's not very many big men that can sap him. We've seen him absolutely go off against basically every big man in the country, especially in the Big Ten. Hunter Dickinson is probably one of the better big men in the Big Ten, so I think he'll give him a little bit more run. But if it's a Hunter Dickinson-Zach Eady battle all night, I definitely think Purdue wins this game. Now, with that being said, do I think Michigan will probably keep it pretty close? Yeah, I do. I think Michigan will keep it close. I think Michigan matchup-wise is all right with Purdue. But if Jet Howard can't play, then that's a huge loss. I don't expect them to win if he can't play. Do I expect them to keep it close? Yeah, for the majority of it. But if he can't play, then either Kobe Bufkin, Doug McDaniel, Will Cheddar, Joey Baker, Terrence Reed, Terrence Williams as well. One of those players would have to step up. Maybe Tara Street being the four will cause Purdue issues. I can definitely see that. But we'll have to see. That will be a really good measure for Michigan. And if you're Michigan, you have to win this game. You have to start winning games you're not supposed to win. Michigan has an opportunity to do that. They have some very tough games these next five games. They have Purdue, Penn State, Northwestern, Ohio State, Nebraska. You could win... Four out of these next five games, I think you put yourself back into the possibility of making the NCAA tournament. Now, will that happen? I don't know. But that means you win against a top team in the country in Purdue. That means you beat Penn State at Penn State. 
that means you probably beat Northwestern. Might lose to Ohio State, possibly. Now, Ohio State has struggled, and you beat Nebraska. So I think there's one loss in there if you go. But we'll see. I don't expect Michigan to win four out of five. But anything is possible in this Big Ten, and I think teams are a lot closer together in talent level than they are than further apart. Now let's go over to Michigan State, which had a 13-point loss against Indiana. Going into this game, I thought that Michigan State would probably not win this game. Going to Indiana is always a tough game, no matter how good Indiana is. Indiana is playing much better now, but the main focus was always going to be Chase Jackson Davis. I thought he was going to absolutely ball out, and he did. He went 10 for 20 for 30 points. He went 11 for 13 from the free throw line. He had 15 rebounds. He did everything I thought he would. Michigan State has a huge issue. They have two huge issues right now, and I don't know how you address them. Number one is center. I think center is a huge issue. I don't think Manny Sissoko has played very well at all as of recently. I think Jackson Kohler is starting to come together a little bit on the offensive end and defensive end. I actually thought he was the best center defender in this last game. I thought he did a lot better on Chase Jackson Davis, forcing him to use his right hand than Manny Sissoko did, which if that's the thing that's happening, that's pretty nerve-wracking if you're a Michigan State fan. Jackson did end up scoring, I believe, nine points. Again, he's super effective. I think Jackson Kohler will continue to play more minutes, especially if Matty Sissoko continues to struggle. Carson Cooper only had four minutes. He was effective during his four minutes, didn't score, but didn't play bad defense. I think that's just kind of what MSU is right now at that position. I think MSU is not going to wow you at the center position. And I know a lot of people are very upset at Tom Izzo for not going to get a transfer center. I definitely think he should have, especially now that May Sissoko's played as bad as he has. Do I think he'll play this bad all year? Absolutely not. But he needs to be better. Michigan State needs to be better rebounding. They only did get out-rebounded by two in this game, which it seemed like a lot more than that. They did give up nine offense rebounds which Michigan State got eight as well, so it's pretty competitive on that end. But the second issue is, and like I said, and I've said over and over again, I don't love talking down on a player because I don't think that makes the player play better. I think that actually gets in the player's head if they listen to it. I think that's what happened with Joey Hauser for his first year, year and a half at Michigan State. I think that he was... Seeing what people were saying, I think he was allowing that to get into his head. And when he finally got confident again, he started playing much better. And that's who Joey Hauser is right now. He was the leading scorer with 22 points yesterday. Joey Hauser was one of the only guys that really stepped up yet against Indiana. Now, with that being said, Pierre Brooks has to be better. I think he knows that. I think everyone knows that. Pierre Brooks is a shooter. 
And out of his last 15 shots, he's one for 14. If Pierre Brooks is not hitting his shot, he needs to be doing better on the defensive end or at least rebounding, and he's not doing that either. He hasn't been playing very well, and I think Pierre Brooks is the first one to acknowledge that. Now, with that being said, Michigan State needs Pierre Brooks to play well, especially when Malik Hall is out. Do you start playing Pierre Brooks? At this point, I don't know. Can you trust him to make a shot? At this point, I don't know that answer either. Do I appreciate him having confidence to continue to shoot? Yeah, I appreciate that confidence, but you need to see the ball go into the net. That's who you are. You are a shooter. You are supposed to make those open shots, and he's not right now. Pierre Brooks is also not doing very well defensively. He's not rebounding. And Michigan State is at a point where Pierre Brooks is being forced to play. And Pierre Brooks has to be better. Do I think he can be better? Absolutely, I do. But you need to start hitting your shots. If that means going into the gym for an extra 30 minutes a day, go ahead. Do it. I want you to succeed. Michigan State wants you to succeed. You're better, and Michigan State's better when you succeed, especially when Malik Hall is out. Michigan State can't afford going two, four, six points a game off the bench. They just can't. Michigan State is two and three in the last five games, and it was a very rough five and hard five games, but Michigan State has to get more production out of the bench. Now, when Malik Hall comes back, do I think that will happen? Yeah, I do, because I think Malik Hall will probably come off the bench and give you 10, 12, 15 points a game, possibly. But Pierre Brooks has to start hitting his shots. Howellman, he doesn't turn the ball over, but he's zero threat on offense. Carson Cooper is Carson Cooper at this point. Jackson Kohler right now is the only solid bench option that can score. And that's an issue. That is a huge issue because sometimes you're not going to be able to play Jackson Kohler. You're not going to be able to play Jackson Kohler against Zach Eady. You're not going to be able to play Jackson Kohler on Illinois. You're not going to be able to play Jackson Kohler on, let's say, if Michigan State makes a tournament plays Kentucky. You're not going to play him on Ashkut Shibwe. That's just not happening. And at the way that the Big Ten is, Big Ten is dominated majority by big men. Now, I think it's slowly starting to turn more into guard play, and I think that's why in a few years the Big Ten will be more successful in March because guess what? In March, guards win. In Michigan State, with Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogarth have some of the top guards in the country, in my opinion. I think they have the top guards in the Big Ten. I think top, I think top five, top eight guards in the country Michigan State needs to figure out the center position. If they can figure out a consistent player every single game at the center position, I think Michigan State would be much better than they are right now. That's not saying a whole ton. Because I think this Michigan State team, and this is the first time I've watched them in a while, that I think they're fun. I think Michigan State is Malik Hall healthy away from being a very competitive team. I think the country right now just shows you that, hey, there's no dominant team right now. We thought Houston was that. Houston just lost to Temple. There's zero dominant team right now, and this is a chance for Michigan State 
or any team, if you can slide in with a six, maybe a five, six, seven seed, it's a chance that you could go on a run depending on your matchups because there's very few teams. Number one seeds, I would say you don't want to play. If you can play a two, three, four, five seed, you have a good chance if you can get consistent play from your big three or big four if you're Michigan State. That goes to any team. And Michigan State, as of right now, they don't have that luxury of not bringing their eight minus, B plus type of stuff. Michigan State has to get those performances from Joey Hauser. Yeah, they have to get the performances from AJ Hogard, Jane Akins, and Tyson Walker when Malik Hall's out. Michigan State on Sunday got that performance from Joey Hauser. 22 points, 6 for 12 from the field, 1 for 3 from 3. Jane Akins, 6 for 8 from the field, 3 for 4 from 3, 15 points. AJ Hogart, I didn't think was super effective. He was 2 for 8 from the field with 11 points. He did have 11 points, but a lot of that was because of his free throws, and he's kind of sliding back to the main a little bit in that situation. Tyson Walker, he had 8 points, went 4 for 7. He did have the flu as well. Tom Izzo even said he didn't know if he was going to even play. Do I think that affected him? Absolutely, but that's no excuse. You still lost to Indiana. Now, didn't expect Michigan State to beat Indiana. Michigan State was close for the majority until like the last 10 minutes, which again, Michigan State kind of fell apart just like they did against Purdue and Illinois. Michigan State is a couple points away from, instead of being 13 and 7, they're a couple of points away from being 16 and 4. And you might even say 17 and 3, 18 and 2 if Malik Hall isn't. Michigan State, I think, is a good team. I think people being concerned about Michigan State is overzealous at this point. I think you shouldn't be concerned about Michigan State. They do play Iowa on Thursday, so that will be a good test for Michigan State. But yeah, we'll see how Michigan State responds on Thursday against Iowa. The last thing I really want to talk about is the big news, and that is Ben Johnson returning back to Detroit. He is going to be the offensive coordinator next year. He got a really nice contrast boost. I think we have to give Sheila Ford a ton of credit. I think she's done an incredible job. I think she actually really means that, hey, she wants to bring a winner to Detroit. I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to come to Detroit. A lot of the players are going to want to play for Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson has incredible play call. He had the opportunity to go to some decent teams where he could be the head coach. And as a betting favorite for two of them, he probably would have landed one of them. He could have easily went to the Carolina Panthers, and honestly, the Carolina Panthers are a good quarterback and maybe a couple more players on their offense, especially wide receiver, from being really good to being able to compete for a playoff spot. Especially in the division that they are in, not a great division either. But Ben Johnson decided to come back, which is great news for the Lions. Next year, it's win the North is the goal. 
win the North and get to the playoffs and host a playoff game. I think that is a respectful goal. I think that should be the goal going forward. I think with Ben Johnson, with Jared Goff, with a healthy Jamison Williams, with the amount of cap space they have, with Amon Rossing Brown, with the offensive line coming back, with the first two round, two first round picks, I think next year winning the North is the goal and what should happen. So yeah, lots of really great things going on. Lions have a bright future, which I don't know if a lot of people would have said that before this past season, especially the way that they started, but Lions have a bright future. Michigan and Michigan State both have important games coming up. We'll see if they can both win. They're both at home, so let's see if they can keep home court advantage. Later this week, I will be talking about those games. I do have a few things planned as well. So yeah, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Have a great night.